Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking about renter's insurance. Yes, I know it's probably not a topic that you think of very often, but hopefully after this podcast, you're going to be convinced that it is one of the smartest money moves that you can make. So I want you to check out this podcast. I've got an awesome interview with... Uh, Laura Adams, who works for Insurance Quotes, and we're going to talk all about the ins and outs and ups and downs and backwards and forwards of renter's insurance, why you need it, how to score an awesome policy, how to save money, and also newsflash, it's really cheap. Um, I have renter's insurance, I've had it forever, and I think it maybe costs us, I don't know, like $160 a year, so really cheap, it's really inexpensive but so incredibly important. So I want you to check out this podcast. And then as soon as it's over, I want you to pick up the phone 
and call whoever has your car insurance and get a quote for renter's insurance if you don't have it, all right? So stay tuned. Hope you enjoy this one. As always, please follow me on Twitter at Shot and Game, Instagram at Millennial underscore money. And if you haven't been over to our site, head over and check out yourmillennialmoney.com. We've got a whole lot of goodies for you over there. All right. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. I'm so excited to actually talk about this topic of renter's insurance. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, I know you guys did a survey about millennials, and I mean, some of the findings, I, I they don't shock me, but I think they're really important to talk about. And, um, you know, one of the statistics I thought was interesting was um, you found that 67% of 18 to 29-year-olds rent, which I don't find shocking, but then you found that less than one-third of millennials actually have renter's insurance. I was wondering if you could just talk about that and a little bit about the findings for a minute. Yeah, the insurance quote survey is pretty interesting. We've done it for several years in a row now. And it's unfortunate because we do know that millennials, these are the young people in in the survey from, as you mentioned, 18 up to about 29, 30, they are the most likely to rent, but the least likely to have renter's insurance. So there's a real disconnect there uh, when it comes to understanding the product. We also found that uh, many of the millennials say that they just don't understand renter's insurance. That's one of the reasons they say that they don't have it. Interestingly, cost is not so much of a factor. The millennials say the cost is really not why they don't have it. So this is something that um, we want to make sure millennials understand that if you are a renter and you don't have coverage, you're really putting your finances at risk. Um, They get so many pieces of coverage out of one policy that it's kind of like a a great bang for your buck. Um, And, you know, most people just don't understand that it's a really broad uh, type of coverage. It's not just your personal belongings, but it's liability coverage. And that's really where most of us have the most potential exposure financially. It's if we get sued. If somebody comes over to your apartment and is injured and they sue you, or maybe you go out to a dog park with your dog and your dog bites someone and you get involved in a lawsuit, that could be financially devastating if you don't have liability. So that's something that a lot of millennials we found in the survey did not know. They did not realize that liability uh, coverage is included in renter's insurance. I think that's really great. And you're right. I think a lot of people don't think about that. You know, you know, if friends come over or, you know, they have a party or something like that, they don't think about, you know, that whole liability end. But I was wondering if you could just talk about so when a millennial is is thinking about renters insurance, how in the world do they figure out like how much they would need? What what are the things that they're kind of like adding up and thinking in their head? Yeah, so definitely thinking about what you own. So what's the value of your furniture, your clothes, your kitchen items? you know, electronics, anything of value, jewelry, all of those, it's a really good idea to put together a really simple inventory. You don't have to do a line item everything that you own, but kind of lump together what you think the value of your jewelry is, what you think the value of your, um, you know, your housewares are, and get come up with some kind of an idea. In a lot of cases, young people underestimate the value of what they own. They think, oh, I don't own much, you know, I'm, right. I'm just starting out. But then you start to add it up and you realize, wow, if 
my entire closet were destroyed in a fire, it would be many, many thousands of dollars to to buy a wardrobe again. Um, so we typically have more than we think we do. Um, so it helps to get a handle on that. And then also thinking about your net worth. So what do you have? If somebody were to sue you, what's at risk? What's the value of your car, your investments, um, you know, anything of value that you own? That's what you want to make sure that you've got included in your liability coverage. And interestingly, a lot of apartment communities now are requiring at least some level of liability coverage. So maybe $50,000 or $100,000 of liability. Um, So that's becoming more common. But um, in addition to the liability, thinking about what's the value of of what you own um, is important. And then there's a third part of renter's insurance that has to do with how you're going to manage if a disaster does strike and you have to live somewhere else while your apartment is being repaired. That's called additional living expenses. And so you can also adjust that amount of coverage as well. But that's basically going to pay for you to stay in a hotel and eat in a restaurant if your uh, your apartment or your rental home is being repaired and, and it's just inhabitable. You can't live there. So these are the three things that we want to think about. What do I own? What's my financial risk? So what what are my what's my net worth? really, that's kind of the big thing. Typically, your retirement assets are not at risk. So if they're in a 401k, um, they're typically protected from creditors. So don't think about your 401k so much, but perhaps an IRA or any other just regular investing accounts that you have. And then how long would you want to be able to live outside of your rental if you came home tomorrow and it was just destroyed? You know, would you need a week of coverage? Would you want a, a month of coverage? Those are kind of the three things that we can sort of tinker with. And of course, the higher coverage amounts we get, the more expensive the policy. Um, But in general, it's pretty cheap. It's about $188 per year on average across the United States. So pretty inexpensive. Yeah, that's probably a lot less than um, a lot of millennials spend on just the coffee budget. So um, yeah, you know, in the in the tremendous amount, what I what I try to teach the listeners is, you know, with with insurance and all different types of insurance, you know, you're leveraging, you know, a much bigger pool of money should you need it. Should you, you know, how should there be a disaster or you get sued or, you know, somebody steals something from your place or whatever it may be. The whole point is that you're you're not having to come out of pocket um, and put yourself in a real you know financial imposition by just you know having some of these foundational kind of security measures in place. Yeah, I worked with a guy recently who had just bought renter's insurance, and he went home one day, and literally his apartment was gone. It was burned. The entire unit was was completely destroyed while he was at work. And he was just so grateful that he had renter's insurance because he was able to pick up and, and move on with his life. And of course, he was devastated to lose you know, very valuable things and cherished things, but he knew that he had money to replace that and to to start over. And I just can't imagine coming home to something like that. And and, and maybe maybe you have money in savings to re, to replace all of those items, but the majority of people don't. You know, they they may be lucky to have a few months worth of living expenses saved on hand. So to have that peace of mind um, to me is just invaluable, especially when it can cost just a couple hundred dollars per year. Yeah, absolutely. Um- 
In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. I want to just backtrack for a second. So talking about those natural disasters, you know, does a policy only cover for things like fire or, um, you know, like what sort of disasters maybe are covered in there? I know I'm in Los Angeles and we have earthquakes. Um, You know, is is something like that normally covered? 
For a typical renter's policy, it is going to cover most natural disasters. So that does include fire, storms, wind damage, uh, rain from above. So leaking, um, you know, in your apartment from a storm or even from a tenant that lives above you that let a, a bathtub overflow or something. However, there are two things that are not covered typically on a homeowner's policy or a renter's, and that's floods and earthquakes. So flooding is is the water that comes up from the ground. That's a special type of, of disaster. And then earthquakes, as you mentioned in California, that's a big deal. Neither of those disasters are covered typically. Now you can you can sometimes get an earthquake rider added on to your renters or your homeowners policy. But with flood, that's a whole separate policy. It's sold uh, completely separately. And I would recommend that everyone ask their insurance company and agent whether they need it. And you can find out if you live in a flood zone, if you live in an area that's prone to flooding. You don't have to live on a lake or at the beach to be prone to flooding. You know, it can happen really in, in a lot of areas, even if you think you're high, higher up um, in, in elevation. But for those folks that are in California or where you, you know that you live on a fault zone, it's really smart to get earthquake insurance because that could be devastating. Yes, absolutely. And I, I just, as you're talking about floods, I'm thinking about all those people in Texas now that are just being, you know, dumped on with more and more rain. And, you know, I, you know, it's so important if you live in those areas that are particularly um, susceptible to massive floods, you know, to, to supplement with flood insurance as well, just to make sure. It is. And you typically need it 30 days before you make a claim. So if you hear that flash floods are coming and, and you go to buy insurance, it may not cover you unless you've had it for a full month ahead of a claim. So it's something that you can't wait until the last minute to get. Yeah, that's a, if only we had a crystal ball, right? <laughs> we can tell the rain's coming, the rain's coming. Um, so maybe talk about uh, some tips. Like how does a millennial find the best policy? How do they know what they're looking at if they're if they're shopping for policies? How, what sort of tools can they use to evaluate, you know, and find the best policy for their situation? One tip is to work with a company that you're already working with. So maybe you have auto insurance with a company that you like. You could start there and get a quote for renter's insurance from your existing company or agent. Uh, another way that's so easy is just to shop online. You can use a site like insurancequotes.com to get free quotes. And, and typically, you might have to start in the home section. So home and renters are typically sold together online. So if, it, if a site doesn't specifically say renters, just kind of dive deeper into the home insurance section, and then you'll eventually get to renters. And it's pretty simple. I mean, shopping online, you're going to put in just a little bit of information about where you live, the amount of coverage that you want, and you'll get free quotes. And with insurancequotes.com, you're typically going to get at least three quotes. So it's a great way to compare and shop apples to apples. You want to make sure you're looking at the exact same policy with different companies. And I do recommend shopping at least three different companies to make sure that you're getting the best rate. And again, you know, it's, it's not expensive. Um, I would say, even if you're looking at one, you know, saving, say, 5 or $10 with one company, 
it in a lot of cases, it's worth it just to pay a little bit more if you go with a company that you like, that you know has a good reputation, maybe a company that you're already working with. So those are just some tips to think about how to shop and where to shop. And then when you're looking at um, buying your coverage, again, it's really just making sure that you're buying enough. Um, and, and it's okay to if you maybe want to start with a lower amount now, as you gain more, more things, you know, you buy more, maybe a more expensive television or you have more jewelry, you can always change those amounts later on and increase them. So I'd say start now, just, you know, get a low-level policy, get something in place so you got a baseline of protection. And then as your financial situation gets better, you can adjust it down the road for even more protection if you need it. Sure. And are there uh, like any calculators online to maybe help someone like zero in on, on how much they should purchase? Yeah, I don't know of any particular calculators. It's a good question. Most of them are more like inventory calculators that help you sort of add up the value of your belongings. Um, but you can easily do that, you know, even on an Excel spreadsheet, just just kind of jot down furnishings, you know, kitchen items, clothing, just get a general idea of the total amount that you would like to protect. Um, and then you can even get quotes for different amounts if you want to play with it and say, okay, if I get $50,000, worth of coverage versus 25000 What does that do to the premium? Um, so you can get different quotes at different amounts if you want to shop it. That's great. And I've also heard the tip that, um, you know, inventorying your stuff, like not a complete itemized inventory, but a kind of general inventory or even like using your smartphone to take video or pictures of kind of the stuff that you have around is handy in case that, you know, you actually need to use your renter's insurance. And, um, you know, when you're filing a claim, you know, it, it, talking about, you know, the different things that you actually have that you lost. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you, but I would never be able to remember everything that, you know, no. that was in my home <laughs> if, if I had to file a claim for something really devastating. So absolutely, those images or video, you know, store them remotely uh, in a safe place or put it on a, a, you know, flash drive and put it in a safe deposit box. That could be a lifesaver if you had to make a big claim. Yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome, Laura. This has been such great information. Um, I've even learned a, a ton of tips about renters insurance, and I've had rentals insurance for quite some time now. Um, so I so appreciate all of the information, and thank you so much for being a guest. Mm-hmm.